This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com with the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Excited to be here on Get Real Podcast with Sarah Beth Tate. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. I brought Ruby for you. Yeah, Ruby. My dog. Ruby's just chilling. And you also have a Cavapoo. I do. I did not know that we were bringing Cavapoos today. Yeah. Or I would have brought yours. I would have brought her. Franny. <laughs> Franny. You know, that's like one of my favorite names. Franny. You have to be adorable when your name is Franny. Yeah, we actually... A few times we'll we'll like say, "Oh, this is Franny," and somebody's like, "My like sister's name is Franny, or my do- my daughter's name is Franny." And we're like, "Well, she's basically a person, so that fits. It's totally totally fits." Yeah. Okay, so Sarah Beth, I am really excited about your story because first off, you moved to Nashville when you were sixteen, seventeen, seventeen. Yeah. Did your mom come with you? Did you live by she, yourself? She dropped me off. You live by yourself at 17? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I did. were you so scared? I did. I I was crazy. <laughs> I was crazy. So you just had to get here as fast as you could. Yes. You're I just did. going hard to Nashville as soon as it made sense. I graduated a semester early from high school and I drove from Colorado in my 
Chevy Silverado. Which, by the way, follow you on TikTok. Sarah Beth Tate on TikTok. She is, you're so adorable. I saw the truck video where you sold your truck, that your first truck that your dad bought okay, you. You really dug deep. I love this. I like to know somebody. Okay. I was <laughs> sobbing when I sold that truck. Like I could not get a hold of myself. The people who bought it from me were like, are you okay? Like, we don't have to buy it. I was like, no, I need to sell it. But you're like, my first kiss was in here. Yes. My first dates, yes. my first heartbreak. And then you're like, these yes. people don't even know all the memories they're getting when they buy this truck. Exactly. You're exactly. really good at TikTok because you like evoke my emotions. Thank you. So, crying on camera will apparently do that. Um, yeah, I, I drove that truck when I was 17. The, what, two days it took us to get from Colorado to Nashville and um, I did have a roommate, so I moved in with a roommate, but I did not go to college. My, my sweet parents dropped me off and let me. Where did you live? Chase the dream. I lived off of West End. So you had a place set up and everything? Yeah. And you Found just a roommate got, on like Facebook? Oh my I gosh. Is where we met, maybe? I'm so nervous. Um, I feel so nervous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like, I can't even imagine letting my daughter. Yeah, because you got one. It. Yes. You got a daughter now. I just cannot. I'm like, wow. Okay, I have a lot of, I have a lot of uh, letting go to do before, <laughs> before we're there. That's a good song. But, Look at you writing songs like all the time. Okay, I'm, Ruby's hopping down. Maddie, can you, I'm, you're, shoot your dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ruby came on the podcast before with Dr. Josie, which is secret and is not out, so we won't talk about that. But she did great on the podcast, but now she's grown up a couple months and she's born to be wild. <laughs> so, bye, Rubes. Um, yeah, I mean, just to like get dropped off that young in a big city to chase your big dream. Yeah. That's a lot. I remember... It's so funny because for the most part, I'm like, yeah, I was so brave and like knew what I wanted. And I was so, um, I had like beginners, like confidence, like irrational yes. confidence, yes. you know, but I do remember that first night going to bed and being like, what have I done? <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> what have I done? I need to go back to Colorado right now. Um, which, you know, I got through it. The first year was like a little rough. What was it like that transition year? Because I remember these feelings so vividly and they're hard to describe when you're literally like busting out of one mold that you've known your whole life and stepping into a whole new mold and everything's new and you're like mm -hmm. having to like find your way and like yes. your feelings are all disrupted, you know? That's, I mean, that's a great way of describing <laughs> it. I and, and two, it was so hard. I think college gives you like a built-in group of it gives you a built-in community of people who are all in the same phase of life as you and I had a publishing deal at the time I was working jobs I I didn't want to spend money on a degree that I wasn't going to use <laughs> so I I'm still proud of that choice but I did miss out on the friend group and so I think I felt a little bit like where are my people how am I going to meet my people and so I kind of did a lot of like floating Mm -hmm. in that and that was hard because that's hard were you a floater before I, I was a little bit you were yeah how, like back in your day how'd you float like in high school you were a little well, floaty well I I was in a tight group in middle school and then in high school I just kind of started doing my own thing with music mm -hmm. and I came to Nashville for the first time and I really I was just a little like slightly bit removed because I was so focused on mm -hmm. what I wanted to do I was like so you're just like, listen, my mind was out of high school. I was like, I just want to get this over with. Yeah. And, you're like, not worried about the pep rally. You're like, yeah. how am I going to get to Nashville and write my first single? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I got to get there yesterday. Yes, exactly. So I just, 
I think, yeah, it was like that for me for a while as a teenager. So yeah, I think I just, when I got here, I think I started feeling that like, wait, I really need a community and I need, I I had a solid group of um, people that I worked with that were a lot older than me that were mentors to me. And really, I think that's part of why my parents were comfortable um, dropping me off was my publishers at the time. And I mean, everybody that I worked with was really a strong like role model for me. And I worked with a lot of women who took care of me here. Mm -hmm. That's great. That was huge, but it wasn't people my age, you know, going through exactly what I was going through. So that was a journey. Yeah. Um, but I actually met my husband when I, I mean, I was, I'd only been here for about a year, maybe a little over a year. Um, when I met him at church. So that was a blessing. Okay, and it was a big church. And I love the story about this. So had you had a heartbreak before because you wrote like a heartbreak song that went viral? Oh yeah, I mean, plenty of heartbreaks before. <laughs> but, you, but you weren't that old to have a big heartbreak. I was heartbreak. Not that old, but you know. So how old were you? You were 17 when you met your husband. So you'd already- No, no I was 18. 18. 18 when I met him. I was like going on 19 by the time I met him. Okay, so, but you'd already had a full heartbreak before? Yeah. Oh, I had one of the, I had one of those kind of long time- boyfriends throughout high school so I had kind of the one on and off forever quote unquote serious like for years (laughs) yeah not serious but it felt at the time right Um, most serious thing you've ever experienced yes and that kind of carried over a little bit into me um living in Nashville he was in Colorado and I kind of had that going like on and off toxic thing Mm, for mm -hmm, a little bit mm. and Anyways, got over that. So that's where some of those songs come from. Okay, and, the, and that first song that went viral was called yes. Long Way. Long Way. And talk to me about that one. because, yes. And then I want to talk about your husband because I feel like this next song that went viral was, you just released it last year. Yep, right on time. Right on time. That's mm-hmm. about your husband and yes. like getting married before you thought you were ready, having a baby before you were thought you were ready, mm-hmm. which I love all that. Oh, thank you so much. Um, but so yeah, let's talk about the yeah. first song that went viral though and how that happened so, and what it's like to go viral on TikTok. Okay, it was it was like surreal because yeah. this was 2020. It was before we all really even knew what TikTok was. Okay, so you were in the beginning. Yes, we're in the beginning. Um, I think it was, co- I think COVID had just, I, I think we were like, you know, in my husband and I were in this tiny little condo together, like obviously not married at the time, but, um, we were just bored with nothing else to do. And he is always ahead of the game. Your husband is. Yes. Oh, he knows like just pop culture. He's just in the know. Like he's adorable. Listen, he, so he's like, he's like the happiest person to live. He really is. I feel like I was like, so he goes, babe, you got to get on TikTok. And I was like, I don't know what TikTok is. And all I know that it's people dancing and I don't dance. And he's like, no, people, there's all these songs on TikTok and yours are better. So I think that you should just get a TikTok. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So he literally coaches me. He's like helping me set up the account. And I was posting, I mean, cover songs and a bunch of different stuff up until, uh, you know, 2020, I think it's spring or summer of 2020. And he's like, you got to, we got to just start because 
we listen to all these demos. You know this. We all, I mean, there's so many songs where you listen in your car to your own demo on repeat Mm -hmm. and nobody ever hears it. Right. And then they just die a sad, lonely death. And they were such (laughs) a great song. Exactly. In your mind, you're like, that was a stadium anthem. great. (laughs) Exactly. And no one ever hears it. Exactly. And it was really at the beginning of people sharing those demos. It was really like, oh, you know, I think I'd seen, I'd seen Priscilla Block post a song that was going crazy. I'd seen a few of these people start getting traction from posting their demos that didn't have to be all like shined up and perfect and pretty and like ready to go. Exactly. And so I was like, I can do that. And I have all these songs that I love and long way. I had written long way, I think maybe two years before. And I thought, well, this is one I love. And I just, I posted a clip of it and it just started, it started going crazy. Like and the first one you posted yeah. went crazy? The first one I posted. Is that abnormal? I mean, I don't even remember the numbers on it either. So like, it was crazy to me. Who knows if it was, but I mean, it was like a hundred thousand likes and going. You got like a hundred thousand followers overnight, right? Yes. Like overnight. Is that what happens? People I don't, just like find it and they're like, oh my God, I'm crazy about this. So song. this was a phase, I will say, that I feel like that beginning stage of TikTok where we all were finding it and everybody was um, at home and, you know, didn't have anything to do. It was like, people were so excited to be finding music and people Mm. were so excited to be finding artists on there for the first time. And so I think there was a moment, like a golden moment. Yes. I do think it's different now because we're so saturated in that market, but it was really exciting because people were just so genuinely excited to hear something that they loved and I was excited that they had found it and so it just really kind of kept going and then I had to figure out how to get the song out oh so then there was what do you do I mean it's this demo that I've had for two years and I had to re-record it and so I think it was I think it ended up being about three months between the time that it kind of started popping off to when we released it and I was so worried because I thought this was you know one viral video and by the time I get the song out three months from now, it's not going to, it's not going to matter. Nobody's going to care. It's not going to hit anymore. And every single video I posted just kept connecting like over and over and over again. Why do you and think it was connecting? Cause you were so honest and real and just sharing your heart. I think there's something. And you're about- so beautiful. Like, I just like <laughs> to look at your face. Like when you talk, I'm just like watching your lips. I'm like, what lip gloss are you wearing? It looks so good. It's like, it's like rubbing off and looking <laughs> but ratty, I mean, but you, thank you. You are a really pretty face to look at. And thank then you. you have so much else to say and sing. I'm like, I thank am, you. I'm engaged. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. So you genuinely like the communication with TikTok yes. the world. So like it was so I I had been in this world of trying to make it in the music industry where you know we're singing in a meeting for a 50-year-old man in a suit who's like giving us nothing. You know, it's like there's no even if somebody loves it one day and wants to give you this deal or that deal or whatever. It's like there's not the same excitement as when people just find something that they like listening to. Really, it's all that matters. I mean, mm-hmm. we're all just trying to get to people listening, people who care, and connecting. People, exactly. Yeah. So it was finally a way to go. Oh, we just skipped like all the gatekeepers, all of the unnecessary <laughs> steps to just actually do what matters. 
And I and think it's connecting yes. and I don't have to do this song and dance. Exactly. And you can some, if it makes sense sometimes, but you don't have to like go chase that down. Exactly. And I think, you know, there's something about that song that is empowering. I think a lot of people who I had, I wrote that song coming off of a breakup. And I think for whatever reason, anybody who was in that moment felt the same thing mm-hmm. and it just really it just really resonated and I was so grateful that that TikTok was a thing I mean I know we all it's a love-hate relationship everybody has your, with do it do you have a love-hate relationship I feel like you're pretty good at loving it I'm pretty good at loving it because I think I, that's why it's working so well too because I have a true love-hate <laughs> slash more hate than love relationship yes. and I'm like trying to make myself love it mm-hmm. like today actually I was watching you all night and I was like and Morgan my president I was watching both of you and I'm like dang it, they just post their life and it's so interesting and they just talk about stuff and they share things. I'm like, get up and post about your morning, Caroline. Just do it. <laughs> just post it. Show your hamster. Make some coffee. Yes. Pack a lunch. Document it. But your I'm hamster. like, oh my God, this is so hard for we me. Need, we need to see the hamster. Lemonade. We really do. Lemonade. She's on my Instagram story. I'm trying, but like to me, it's hard. But like for you, I'm like, you're so joyful no, and it is. adorable about okay. it. It is hard to... Like keep up with it. I will say it's like a full time real estate in your brain. Like you have all these things you have to manage. Plus, there's a spot that's like (laughs) social media got to do that too, and also post about it (laughs) and post like starting the second you wake up all the way through your whole day. It's just so much. Okay, I digress. Go ahead. It is so much. Well, I think that is my that is my twinge of hate for it. Is like oh my gosh, we all feel like we have to, and I think feeling like we have to present a certain way. Yes. It's, it's overwhelming at times, but I think, I think I just don't, I think I just don't post on those days. (laughs) I think I've, can you take a day off or do they get mad at you? No, I've given myself, oh no, I'm not to the point where people are mad at me for not posting. Like, cause I have some friends who are like hardcore influencers and they have to like explain when they're leaving and they have to like let people know when they're taking a break because like you have an agenda. Yeah. No, see, I'm not at that level. Okay. (laughs) And maybe I don't want to (laughs) be like, I just, I've given myself the grace to be like, Hmm, you know, today's an off day. Today is a get through the day and, you know, put in some dry shampoo, eat a snack and, you know, just get through your life today Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. don't worry about posting about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you're really great at it. And honestly, like when I was watching you obsessively, I was like, dang it. I like this. Like, it's so fun to watch you. Like, I'm appreciative that you're doing all this hard work and posting because you're adorable and your husband's adorable and your daughter's adorable. And I love that you moved to Nashville when you're 17 and you've never had a record deal and any major deal. And yet now here you are making it and having your music being heard. You got to quit your job. And I'm like, I like your story and I'm so glad you're posting it. Thank you. But it's a lot of work. But anyway, okay. But it resonates. So people are like, oh my gosh. I'm with you. I see you. This song speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Your singing voice is so pretty too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I um, I appreciate it. Yeah, I think I just got to the point where it's funny that you mentioned me quitting my job too because I, I moved to town. I had a publishing deal at the time, but I only had that for the first uh, couple years that I lived here. And then that deal timed out and I... Uh, I've had management for a while, but I, like you said, no major, no record deal, no major publishing deals. No, I've been an independent artist this whole time. Was that ever frustrating so, pre TikTok? Absolutely. <laughs> no, it's, it's frustrating. I would say honestly, up in the, the last year or so of my life, I have 
fully embraced and just enjoyed the fact that I don't, I, I, I just don't need that don't anymore need the way that I used to need that. I used to just always mark success off of when can I get a record deal and when can I get the next publishing deal? And then I just realized that I don't need that. That's not, that's not success to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, I worked a lot of jobs going, you know, going through, um, I mean, leading up to really (laughs) having my daughter, I was working, I was working babysitting jobs. I had an admin job at a wealth management firm that I worked for like six years. Was that fun? Uh, no, <laughs> I loved the people that I worked with, but I, I started that job. Do you learn like, a lot about investing? So yes. When you get all this money, you're going to know what to do with yes, it. Yes, I did. Because it's and all I, flowing in now. Yes, I started. Oh, it's, uh, listen, well, you got to quit your job because you're making streaming money. That's legit. It It is. It's very cool. I mean, that's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. And I, um, I had done that for so long that it was so, I mean, it's just all these things that you work so hard. And, and you're you writing think, songs in the midst of all these jobs. Yes. How did you get your first publishing deal? Where did that come from? Was that oh, pre-moving to Nashville or yeah. did you get it when you got here? No, I got my first publishing deal when I was 14. Did that help move you up here? Oh, when yes. you were 14. Wow. Yeah. Cat uh, Gravit? No, Cat Gravit was my second publishing deal. And who else was with her? Kai Fleming. I love Kai. I love them both Kai so much. Kai is my favorite. She loves Abraham Hicks. And yes. I have gone to an Abraham Hicks uh, convention <laughs> and it is amazing. And amazing. I've talked to Kai all about Abraham Hicks. And hold on. We got an intersection. Yes, Morgan. That is a great question. We would like to know, Morgan in the back says, Morgan and the president over the there. Gallery. Our president. Yes, the peanut gallery. Actually, the Ruby gallery. How's Ruby? Great. <laughs> Ruby's doing great, everyone. Okay. How does a 14-year-old, this is a great question, mm-hmm. get a publishing deal? I would love to know. How do they even know? How did they find you? How did you Listen, find them? I, again, with the confidence, I mean, I, I was delusional. I came to Nashville for the first time ever on a flight with my dad and I was 14. It was for my 14th birthday. Okay. And I had looked up NSAI. You have big birthdays because like your 23rd birthday, you were number one on all <laughs> iTunes across the board. Birthdays must be a Birthdays thing are for good me. for you and music. Yeah. So I, uh, I went to an NSAI conference. It was called a Songposium. Which is a National Songwriter Association, Association. Incorporated. Yeah. I made that last part up. And they're incredible. <laughs> you guessed. It was good. <laughs> so they're incredible and they do a lot to educate, really. I mean, it was mm. it was a bunch of classes taught by publishers, taught by label executives, and you were on Music Row going in to um, learn about the music business. And I thought, well, that's a really good place to start because I really don't know anything. <laughs> and here's a bunch but of I, songwriters and publishers. Exactly. You know all the things. But I knew that I wanted a publishing. I mean, I knew I wanted a publishing deal because I wanted to be a writer. So you knew I, that that existed. Yes. And my parents were like, what's a publishing deal? And I'm like, well, I'm going to go. Do, if you'll let me, I'm going to do this, this, and this for my birthday. And they were like, okay. She's, so fly to Nashville. They're looking at each other like, she seems to know what she wants to do. My parents aren't musical at all. Had you researched this online? You just figured yes. it out? I was all over it. Like I knew... I knew, I thought I knew everything. And I knew like this tiny, tiny you little fraction. You knew enough and you had enough confidence to do that. Like you said, honestly, having that blind confidence and knowing just enough when you're that age is probably all that you needed. I think it's the only reason it worked. So <laughs> I was on the flight. I remember being like, I'm going to get a publishing deal. You knew it. And it gonna that's insane. That's insane to think. No. And I, I was in, literally the class was called 
get this, how to get a publishing deal 101. See, you're just a big old manifester. And I was sitting in there with my little notebook and we took the notes, whatever. It was taught by um, a guy named Woody Bomar, who's a big um, publisher in town for a long time. And anyways, I he ended up wanting to meet with me after the um, uh, the courses were over that week. And so I went into his office and played a few, I'm sure, terrible songs. But could you sing like you can and now? I don't know. I'm probably. sure it probably wasn't great. No, it was good. Yeah. I mean, you're it beautiful probably, with a voice of an angel. I think you have got a lot going in your favor. Listen, I'm just glad TikTok wasn't around when I was 14 because I would not want that content following me around. Um, but anyways, I they ended up, um, it was Green Hills Music Group and they were like, we want you to, you know, come back and be able to start co-writing and keep making trips. And so I signed my first publishing deal. You just went back and forth and back and forth. And I went back and forth, yeah. And But I mean, this is also I mean, why you're super detached from high school because you're like, I already got a publishing <laughs> deal. Like, bye. I am already like halfway in Nashville. But it was, I think it was a good balance. I think my my credit to my family for keeping a good balance with that. My brother and I are really close. He was, we're just a year apart. And he was um, the grade above me in high school. And like, he obviously was living his normal high school life. I went to prom and I went to football games and my parents were like, we are not like picking up and moving this family for, we don't like, even we know. We took you to Nashville for your birthday and you said you're going to get a publishing deal, but geez, we didn't know you were going to do that. Yes. They're like, what? <laughs> change your whole life. Yeah. They're like, what is a publishing deal and what is happening? So we, we really, we took trips when we could. And my mom and I have a lot of amazing memories from doing that together. And really, I just counted down to when I could move. Okay. So. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, 
Because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So then you came with a publishing deal, or it had it. Uh, I actually already out. had the cat grab it. Okay, so you had met them yeah. while you were coming to town, and then so yeah. you had another. Okay, yeah. So now you're on your second publishing deal. Mm-hmm. Already super young, living in Nashville. You got it going on. You're going viral, um, and now you realize I don't need I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. I can I'm gonna do this by myself. And then when the light bulb clicks and you realize you have that freedom, like what do you do next? How do you keep it going? Um, you know, that's interesting. After, after a long way, I felt, uh, um, a lot of pressure. To, Cause that's the one that went like hundred thousand overnight. Yeah. And a million views like overnight. Yes. Long way was crazy really, to wake up to being viral. It, it was crazy. Like the notifications were going crazy. It was so much fun and it was so, it was just so exciting. I had, um, actually back then had a few different labels calling me and a few different publishing companies calling me and. Um, had a lot of exciting things going on, but I just felt this pressure to like keep that going. And as we all know, not every single song and every single video are going to go completely viral the minute you post them. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. So it's like instead of chasing a number one necessarily, you're chasing another viral moment. Yes. Like, okay. I think everybody started feeling like, well, if it's not viral, if that song's not viral, then it's not good enough. Or that if that song's not viral, it can't be the next. So it's the same thing, just in a different way. If it's not viral, like if it's not. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it got to the point where, you know, I following that up. Mm. Then it, you're trying to chase what's viral instead of yes. doing what you did in the first. This yes. is the same story, just a different platform. Like exactly. the old generation before pre TikTok. Yeah, it's the same thing that happened it's, on radio. Now you're just trying day. to like chase the viralness instead of the authenticness is why you went viral. Yes. So you get lost in yes. the game a little bit, even though you're the the boss. It's it's interesting. It's really hard to go, okay, celebrate that moment and then move forward without beating yourself up for the next song or the next song that didn't do exactly what that one did, you know? And I think, I also think a lot of, um, 
I think a lot of labels are chasing that too. I think it's really like, oh, what's popping off in this exact moment? We better like jump on that. But just then also wait for that person to go viral again. And so I think I just got to the point where, like you said, the authenticity, I just thought, okay, if I really love something, I'm going to post it. If I feel like it's really genuine to me and, and if I'm having fun sharing it, I'm going to share it Mm. and I'm not going to, I'm not going to let myself have the pressure of everything being viral all the time. So So I really just, I had to let go of that. Um, and then how did you let go of everything? How did you let it go? (laughs) You know, I just, I was so tired of feeling like I was trying to live up to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, and I wanted to just celebrate the fact that long way was what it was in that moment. And it was amazing. And I didn't want to feel like I didn't want to let all the other moments be dampered because it wasn't the same as that. So um, wisdom right there. A lot of, a lot of life happens to, you know, again, I just was back to writing songs, working um, two jobs on the side of writing songs and racing around and do I mean, I just got back into working the way that I was before and trusting that the next thing would come when it came mm. and um, the full surrender, man. Gotta love yes. it. And when I, I think around the time that I fully surrendered is when I got pregnant <laughs> and then here comes a whole new life. Yes. <laughs> Cause I mean, life, ain't the, life sure ain't the same once you have a baby and especially for you at tw- how old were you when you found out I was uh 24. That is so young. Oh my gosh. I was such a disaster at 24. You are so put together. Like you are so like your brain is on so much straighter than mine. It took me so long to get my head off a swivel, but you just have been grounded. My head was on a swivel that day for sure. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, our girl was a surprise. And then you wrote a great song. She's the best surprise ever. Um, Right on time. Yes. So the, so again, but your husband was a surprise too. (laughs) Yeah, because was, you were also super young when you met this adorable, precious. I mean, y'all are like the most good looking, adorable couple I've ever seen. Thank you. He's so cute. And y'all are so cute. He like enjoys TikTok and being fun with you. <laughs> I feel like a lot of guys are resistant to that, but he's like singing your songs in the car. Yes. And he's like giving it all he got, yeah. all he's got all the time. And when y'all did your pregnancy announcement and he cried, I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. He was. Well, again, we were so surprised. Like you he, met him when you were 18. He, yes. He was 25. Yep. And then we got married. I, I think I was 23 when we got married. And then it was right, like literally right at our one year anniversary, we found out about Isla. And we both, I mean, we were very shocked. So I found out by myself. He was on the golf course. You're just feeling pregnant? Your boobs hurting? No, I, w- oh. I was really late. And I, <laughs> oh. I was like... I was so late that I was like, I need to take a test, but I'm not pregnant. Like 40, like a couple weeks late? Mm, like a full week. And okay. I'm, you're I'm always not, on time. Yeah. Okay. I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. And I went, I remember buying the pregnancy test. I was like, you know, they're expensive. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I bought the pregnancy test and I was at the Walgreens checkout thinking, this is ridiculous. I'm not I'm pregnant and I don't need this test. this test. Yeah. I'm like, I'm spending $30 just to like make myself feel better, but right. I, I, I'm not pregnant. Well, I sure guess. enough. Oh my God. Did you die? Yes. So he's on the golf course. But you're like you're not not trying to get pregnant. Are you actually oh, no. trying we not were, to get we pregnant? We were yeah, we were trying not, not to, to get pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I took the test. It was like one o'clock on Friday afternoon. 
he's on the golf course. I think I didn't even think anything of it because I know in my mind, I know it's negative. Like I'm just doing this for peace of mind. Yeah. And it was very positive. Like in me, it says wait three minutes to read. I was like, it was bright, no, pink. bright, I, bright. Isla, pink. she's coming in hot. Yeah. She's um, ready. So I, it was the, it was the most surreal moment of my life. It was the best day ever. But I was, I was in shock. Did you have a, and, and listen, I am a mom and I love my daughter more than anything, but did you have a moment of like the most excitement slash deep grieving of like, oh my God, everything changed in one moment? You know, what's wild. So I, I, thought again we were not trying to get pregnant especially because you're so young yes well so and I thought that I would have that Mm -hmm. feeling um I can't tell you how excited I was like I truly I truly just everything instantly was just needing her to be okay and want like wanting her and everything just like in a split second um and I think, I think that's because I've always wanted this. To be like, a mom. Yes. Like I've never, this journey for me was never like, oh, well, I want this career. And then if it works out to be a mom, I'll be a mom. It was, it was, I'm going to be a mom. I'm going to have a family and I have no idea how I can do both. But I and will. I was, and well, I, I was nervous about how those things would go together. Mm-hmm. And I think I felt for a long time, like they couldn't go together. I totally get that feeling. So that was something for me. That really, that's the only reason we were trying not to be pregnant was because I felt like I couldn't do them both. Yeah, I felt like I couldn't be an artist. I felt like I couldn't be a songwriter and a singer and have all the things that I wanted if I did that. Just because it's so demanding or because you think people wouldn't want to sign a mom? The perception. Because you're a mom? I know. I get that feeling. I I was doing up, coming up as an artist yes. and all these things before yes. TikTok and all that. And I never felt like I could have a family or even get married. You know? Don't, don't like, get married. It's going to mess your career don't up. Don't talk too much about your husband because you yeah. have to look yeah. available. Yeah. Like to who? And you just have to devote your whole life to this career. And that's the only thing you get to do is have this all demanding career, which is awesome, but like consumes your entire existence. Yes. And, and, get this. So what really struck me was, so, so I, I see the two pink lines and I'm, I'm processing all of this, like to me out of the blue, like I'm having to, but you had, a, that's what out. your song is about out of the blue, a yes. uh, long way. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> out of the blue, two pink lines. <laughs> There's so many great songs and lyrics. So I, throughout my pregnancy is when I really was like, okay, how how is this going to go for me? How am I going to balance this? And I really, I started realizing like everything that we just talked about, that feeling that we both had as women in the industry. I'm like, if I'm a male artist and I find out I'm a dad, it just like no boosts me. Like everybody thinks great. It will like him even more because he's, he's adorable. <laughs> he's a dad. Look at him with his kid. Yes. And I felt like, why can't, as, as female artists and as women singing songs that are supposed to relate to people, why can't we, like, I need as a fan and a listener to hear my story in these songs on the radio and on these playlists. And I'm, I, as a fan was missing hearing stories about this phase of life. We're all doing it. We all are, 
We're all we're all getting doing married it. or wanting to be married or we're all in it. Yeah. We're all in this tornado of this. Yes. The dating, the marriage, the kids, the not kids, the infertility, the struggle, yes. the raising, all of it. We're right here in the big all of us. Exactly. In some form or fashion, we're all navigating. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um and again, it's all about singing about your authentic experience. And I I really did. I had a choice to hide Ooh, my pregnancy. God, I got chills like <laughs> That sucks. Yeah. That sucks so bad. I, I felt like you want to cry. I felt like I had a choice to, you know, not announce for a long time, mm-hmm. not tell anybody, not um, celebrate my motherhood. And who are we hiding it from? Like that, this exactly. idea that you can't be this. Exactly. Yeah. And truly, it's the best thing that I've ever done. And I thought, I just want to shout this from the rooftops. Like, I just, I want to, if anyone is afraid to, like, have all of the things that they want just because they're worried about what people think of them, which is exactly where I was at, which we all feel that way. I'm like, we need to, like, nip that in the bud. Good. So you're like, I'm going to nip it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I just felt like there was, I mean... Like you said, there's just so many, there were so many songs and so many lyrics that were just like started naturally coming out of me that was like, I need to write about this and I need to say this and we need to talk about this. And it just really, everything just came into focus. My purpose was, I just had a fuller purpose. I knew also when you have kids, like the biggest thing I've learned is like, I have so much less room for bullshit. You got no extra bandwidth. Like, no, it's like. You got no room for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I have whatever second space better be adding to your life. Exactly, uh-huh. I care a lot less about stupid things. Anything? Yeah, <laughs> I care a lot less about anything. I'm like yeah. literally like nothing even phases me. If I would have come in here and had like throw up on my shirt, I really probably would oh, not yeah. have even cared. I probably I have used to food be in my hair right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, you look great. Thanks. Yeah, but I just yeah. So I really got I really got focused and I really got clear and. And you know, God makes no mistakes. And you, like you said, right on time, because mm-hmm. it was sooner than you wanted. Just like meeting your husband was sooner than you wanted. But it here, but you knew it was the right thing. And so you're like, well, dang it. Okay, I guess I'm going to do yeah. this. It's a little sooner than I was ready, but I must be ready because here it is. Yeah. And it's perfect timing. And like you said, I mean, I've, I just, I fully trusted that God had me on this path that was, exactly where I was meant to be in the moment. Mm. And I just, com- this is where I let go of, I need a record deal. And I need I to need follow a, a certain deal. way. Yeah. And I need it to happen on this timeline or else I'm quote unquote, not to, successful. Yes. And it's like, oh my gosh, now I know, like I'm already successful. My <sighs> coming home to a husband that I love and my beautiful, perfect angel daughter is like, that's success, success. right? Yes. So everything else that we do is just really for, to for, f- fulfill your purpose, yes. calling on your heart. Exactly. You feel called since a very young age to sing and write and put your music out there and put your voice out there. That's a calling. So like mm-hmm. you're answering that calling, but you're also letting God guide it. Yes. You know, and I feel like that is like the very hard moment in of surrender mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, I'm just going to let this God, I'm just going to let you lead it. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to follow and I'm just going to trust it. And also 
I think people need to see happy marriages. Like there is so much sadness out there and there is so many broken homes and there are so many people who are struggling to find good, happy people to like look up to, to, you know, we all need some good examples that like, it's cool to be married. It's great to like, it's cool to be a mom. It's It's cool to be a mom. It's not like this dead in like prison sentence where you're just locked away. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I think when you're pregnant, it's like, oh my gosh, like I'm so excited, but also everyone's telling me my life is going to end. And it's like, this is just the beginning for me. Like this is, this is me truly just, I can be all of these things I can do them at the same time because also moms are great multitaskers. I'm like, oh, wait, I can multitask better than I could before. Um, And yes, I think, you know, not to say that we are perfect. We don't have a perfect marriage. We are not perfect Y'all parents. Y'all cute though. Listen, we have so He's a much happy guy. that Y'all we're working so on. Happy. But like, we, that's the thing. We're happy. I can tell. <laughs> we're happy. Like, but he's we're, a big ball of smiles all he, the time. He's pretty awesome. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know why I'm the one who's like, has the TikTok profile because he really, he really should be the one to have the Does, what is fans. what is he up to what is his career and passion in oh life? he's in sales okay so he so actually our good team he knows how to well yeah like help you get out there in a way that well like you said he told you to get on tiktok he really <laughs> here's what his my favorite thing about him is that he is just he's my number one fan so he tell. really is just like he's a big fangirl and i love that he knows like really nothing about the music industry too because He's always like, well, why not just do this or that? Or how come? And I'm like, well, I've never thought of it that way, but I guess you're right. (laughs) Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, and one more fun fact about you. Uh, when were you on American Idol? Oh my gosh. Right before I got pregnant. So a lot happened. This was, yeah, this was... Um, and you made it kind of far. I made it to Hollywood Week. I was, well, I got through the first round of Hollywood Week. And I got cut on the second round in Hollywood. What is that like being out there? It's, it's the most stressful thing I've ever done. Really? <laughs> I was... Yeah, I was kind of a wreck. I, I just was so unlike, it was so unlike anything I'd ever Did you have to like done. room with a random person? Like, what do you no, do all we day? Were, we were Katie still, Perry nice? We were, she was really cool. Okay. I, I was really fangirled over Katie Perry. And it was Lionel Richie too, right? Mm-hmm. And Luke Bryan? And Luke Bryan. Oh. It was, it was really fun. I, we did not have to room with people. That's nice. Because we were on the tail end of the COVID stuff. So we all got yeah. our own rooms, which okay. I was really grateful for. But the audition was great because, um... Colby got to be there oh, for my audition. So I, I, ha- I felt like I had some support in Nashville. And then I went to LA by myself. And like you stood in the long line and made it through all the people? No. You had they, a little fast pass? Yeah. Well, they, they kind of, again, with COVID, they weren't doing like the big lines and stuff. So you kind of, you had to go through a ton of audition phases, but it wasn't in person. Oh, it was like on Zoom? Mm-hmm. That's maybe better. Who knows? I mean- all of it was nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah. The celebrity audition might be the most nervous you I've ever been in, in my life. And for them? Yes. I don't know how people do this and look so cool, calm, and collected. I watch people and I'm like, anybody, really anybody who can be on that show, like, I got to hand it to them because it's, it's a lot of pressure. It's a hard format too. Like, I, I got to Hollywood and everybody's like, oh, it's going to be so hard. And Hollywood week, it's like boot camp week and everything. And I had, I was not prepared. I I had no idea what to expect, but it's a lot. Like what do you do? What is the boot camp like? It's like it's like no sleep and like you're not eating very well. like you're just do you're forget to up, feed you? You're waking up at like five AM and you're it's these really long days and yeah, one day like my group got skipped for lunch and I was like, wait, I'm I'm starving. <laughs> like, yeah, I might pass out on stage. Um but yeah, it's these really grueling hours and again, you're out of your comfort zone. 
you don't have your support system there and you're going on knowing that millions of people are going to watch this and judge I mean, you. Yeah. The, the crowd in front of you is relatively small, even in Hollywood, but like, I mean, you can't, the nerves are for the cameras and the fact that Katy Perry is sitting in front of you, Lionel Richie, like, yeah, this is insane. Yeah. And I had just never done anything like that. Um, I don't, I also don't have a big belting voice. You have that beautiful voice. You do though. You have a different, it's like big belting. Isn't the only, I feel like that used to be like, you felt you had to be a big belter, but like there's this velvety thing that you have that is so good. Thank you. And I, I've learned to, again, I've learned to embrace and appreciate and Love not, not me. try to be something I'm not, but I, I felt a little bit of that pressure on the show I think I was just like surrounded by so many incredible singers and I felt like why am I even here <laughs> um and yeah it was just I mean it was a lot of so how do you work through imposter syndrome when you're on the American Idol stage you just say well I'm here yeah <laughs> just yeah. show up I just showed up and did my best and that's the thing I really I really was okay when I got cut because I wanted to go through, but I also knew that it wasn't the end all be all. Would you have been like a little anything. freaked out if you would have been the American Idol, like to go to yes. overnight fame like that? That feels yes. like that's a huge, huge, like, like maybe awesome, but slash terrifying moment. Yeah. I, th I think I was, <laughs> I was just as nervous about getting cut as I was about going through. Yeah. I was like, wait, if I go through, I have to, I have to be better the next time yeah. or I have to, you know again, live up or something. So I, I really put that in God's hands and was like, you know, every round, if I'm, if I'm supposed to be on this journey till the end, final round, then I will be. But if I'm not, that's okay too. <laughs> so when you put something in God's hands, because I feel like I do this too, like, and I've recently, I, and there's always next levels, next levels, but I feel like I have really gotten to a full surrender place with God. Mm -hmm. What is that like when you are saying, God, okay, here I am an American Idol freaked out of my mind, mm -hmm. but like, I'm just putting it in your hands. Like, how do you actually release it and put it in his hands? Uh, that's a good question. It's hard. Um, How do you like say I'm letting go of my ego and just trusting in something bigger? I think what I do, this might sound like too simple. I really just take account of everything that I already have. So I really just count my blessings. I know that sounds no. so trivial, but I really do just, I find such a comfort in going, oh my gosh, look at all the amazing things that are right here that are already mine that if nothing else, like if this was it, I'm happy. Oh, I love that. So I started waking up every morning because Oprah said she did this. So I figured it must work. And <laughs> if Oprah does it, we need to do it. I right? mean, if Oprah does it, then there's a pretty good chance she's tried it a lot and it works. But yeah. she's like, every morning, first thing I do when I hit the ground is I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. And so I walk Ruby at like six in the morning and the sun's always just starting to rise and it's like a pink sunset. And I'm like, thank you. that I see this pink sunset. Thank you for these birds chirping. Thank you that I have this adorable flip flop dog that I love <laughs> that is so cute. And it's getting me yes. outside at six in the morning so I can feel the fresh air. And it's, you know, just like making yourself be thankful. And it really does. It always makes me have full body chills. Like yeah. I'm like, oh God, 
I need to remember all the great things instead of yes. just starting off in the grind, immediately thinking about all the things that I don't have or that yes. I need or that I'm chasing or that aren't working out. Exactly. It's that, a total it, different mindset. It really has changed my life, honestly. I just to, love that. Just to, I think if you come at things with, um, like out of abundance and like just so grateful for life, I think things just start coming to you because you're not so desperate yeah. for things to happen. But I, love what you I need to start the morning. I do need to start the morning routine because I, how do people wake up before their kids? Like if I was sleeping, I am asleep until she wakes up. Like I wish that I could get things done before this child is awake, but if she's she sleeping she go to bed in, and what time does she wake up? She's seven to seven. Oh, that's great. Pretty, pretty consistently. That's but great. then sometimes she'll sleep until like eight. Wonderful. Which is amazing. But like yeah. if she's sleeping until eight, I'm sleeping until eight. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, I used to do that until we got a dog and then she had to wake up at six or else she'd pee on the floor. So, and I slept yeah. in her poop one time and that really does not make you thankful. That is not a thankful way yeah. to start the day. No. Um, okay. I want to talk to you all day. First off, you look like Jewel and Jessica Simpson. I've been trying to figure it out this whole time. Oh I'm like, God. who are you reminding me of? And it's a combo of Jessica Simpson and Jewel. Do you get I that all the never, time? I don't think I've ever gotten either of those, but really? I love it. Your side profile is more Jewel. Yes. Okay. And the front's <laughs> a little more Jessica. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Yes. I need go. to I need to go like do look up a mashup of their faces later and see. Yes. And then you could do a mashup of their songs because y'all are all yeah. so similar and beautiful. Love it. Um, okay. I'm going to wrap up because I don't want to steal all of your day. And I'm so thankful that you came and got a babysitter and you're talking. See, you're multitasking. Look at you, mom. <laughs> look at us up. multitasking. I know. And I literally like as soon as I'm out of here, I'm darting to the school with the dog so I can pick up my daughter. It's just you how you do I'm, it. I'm rushing home to mine too. So we'll be doing the same thing. But it was kind of cool because we're back in the iHeart studio and Bobby Bones kind of found you on TikTok, right? Yes. And he like he did was like a big champion. I love that when he champions people. Like when he finds someone, he's you know they're good when he's like found them. And he like was like, Okay, Sarah Beth. It was coming on the show, playing your song. It's one it's it's one of the coolest things that's ever happened. Really? To me, career wise, because I again, Colby and I both, I mean, we we were big Bobby Bones fans. Like we I used to listen to the show every morning on my way to my office admin the wealth desk job. job. Yep. And every morning I was on the way at 6am, just like wishing that I wasn't driving to this job and, and that I you were on the show. Yes. I would <laughs> listen to people go on the show and just like dream about the day that I would be on the show. And then it I think you're a big manifester. I actually <laughs> do. You. And you get it sooner than you're ready for right on time, right on time. Yeah. You're like, this is going to happen. I'm going to have this awesome husband. I'm going to have a great baby. I'm going to have a great career. I'm going to go to Bobby Bones show. And it just all kind of like, you feel it so deeply. It just gets her a little faster than you're ready. Listen, things You are ready happen. for Bobby Bones though. I, I was not prepared. So he shared my TikTok video of long way and I did not see it fast enough. Everybody started messaging me like, have you, I mean, Bobby has the greatest fans yeah. and all of his people started messaging me like have you seen this yet have you seen this yet he just shared your video and I we were freaking out it was so much fun and I you just had your baby too right no, well this was the first time I went on the show was with Longway so this oh. was back so you've the, been a multiple repeater I, I think I have okay, yeah like two time or yeah so Look at you go yeah big wig so I was just absolutely I was like starstruck and then the day that I got to come in I was so nervous I was like oh my again like so many people listening um 
it was just it was so much fun though like the sh- I, I love everybody on the show and it it felt so like relaxed and it was it was just a dream come true it was really like a full circle and then you heard your song on the radio it's like yeah all your dreams are coming isn't that the truth though it's like your dreams do come true they just don't always quite come true how you think they will exactly you know but they will exactly. come true it's just you can't expect them to be a certain way at this point I'm just like God just keeps kind of unfolding things and I'm just along for the ride. And I'm like, I don't know what the next thing is, but I know that I'm just showing up and we'll Is that the key? Happens. Just show up, pour your heart into it, have action steps, like go where you feel called to go. Yeah. Do what you feel called to do and just kind of let God work as magic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's what I do. I just kind of think that's show the way. <laughs> show up, do the work, give everything you got, and then just trust that God's guiding you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what we're going to do. Then we die. <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's like we might as well try to just ha- find some joy along and we the never way. know when that's gonna happen either exactly. it's like we might as well just that's you know we might this as well whole game of life is really something well and we might as well share happy moments when they're happy that's the thing is i'm like i'm not gonna let you know i'm not gonna worry about how i'm perceived i'm just gonna share and celebrate all the wonderful things that are yes. in my life and and encourage if, others to celebrate. Yeah, I think if we can just see some some good, happy, wholesome moments, I think it just makes us all feel a little bit better. Yes. And that's not to say it's perfect, but I think it makes us all feel like, oh, hey, like maybe we had a hard day, but it's also overall pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> find the things to be grateful for. Yeah. I love that. Okay, I always wrap up with leave your light. And it's basically, mm. what do you want people to know? Oh my gosh. Uh, I want people to know, wait, is it about me or just about anything, anything, you, uh, your heart, whatever, just whatever you feel like whatever comes into your brain, really? Um, yeah, I guess I just want people to know that life is good and to look for the good. Okay. And you have a song (laughs) about that. Yes. Pretty good. Pretty good living. Uh huh. It is coming out um, on March 1st. So oh my gosh. if you're listening to this before or after, you maybe can already find it or pre-save it. Or and you haven't put a single out in a minute. It has been, well, it's been as old as my daughter. My last single was before she was born. So um, it's been about a year and a half since I released a song. And, and that was right on time that you released. Exactly. And it's been, um, it's been just the most transformative year in my career just um, you said this was the best year of your life yeah because you had a daughter because I had a daughter and yeah she really I mean she really makes everything better but it also like I said in in my career I just I was enjoying everything more Mm. um everything has just had so much more clarity to it the song I, I just I love the songs I'm writing more I love all the people that I work with more I just love everything is just really um just kind of come into focus and so I I recorded a full project uh last year and we actually had it completely done ready to go and then I wrote Pretty Good Living and people really connected with that song and so (laughs) do you test all your songs out on TikTok before you decide that's the thing is I I I got this project done thinking okay, this is it regardless. Like this is it for the songs that I am proud of. And this is the new me. And I actually only shared Pretty Good Living because I didn't want to share the other songs yet. And we were having fun singing it in the car. And I thought, well, this will be like a fun thing to post because I love this song. And 
I had no idea that everybody was going to love it so much. And so my producer called me and he's like, we, you realize that we have to add add this. this. Like you realize that this needs to happen. And I was like, I know, I know. So we like raced into the studio after the new year and just got this one done as quick as we could. And uh, now it's obviously the first single. So isn't that fun how that happens? Yeah. Another just letting go of what I thought was going to happen and just going with the flow. And I'm just so excited about this because again, it's just really celebrating, you know, all of the problems that we have and also how just sweet this stage of life is. Um, I love that. And yeah, we are just, we love singing it and it's just like By the we, soundtrack. Is it me and Colby? Yeah. <laughs> it's our family like soundtrack right now. <laughs> it really and is. Isla, she's a jammer too. Oh, she loves it. She. Really- I love that you serenade her with your guitar and sing her songs. I'm like, she doesn't yes. even know how cool her mom is. Okay. She's getting to where like she now is like less interested in listening to me. Like she's like, okay, Already mom. she's like, mom. She's like, can I have the guitar and maybe break it? That's what I want to do. <laughs> she's she's very active now so it's getting harder and harder to get her to sit still but um but yeah she loves the song and we just we've been singing it to her for months now and so anyways my family's probably sick of it now and everybody else needs to just go stream it so that they get to stop listening to it on repeat I love it. Okay, so everyone check out that project. March 1st, what's it called? March 1st is Pretty Good Living. And then we've got a lot more to come after that. So, Hey, Sarah Beth Tate, you're adorable. Thank Thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. I loved it. Yay! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. 
Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com.